very exciting thing we got going on. It's with BetRegal.net. It's the Build Your Bank event. We are giving away two tickets to the Grey Cup in Hamilton. Ta-da! How about that? You need to sign up with the link we've provided. Click on it here. The link will be up at rodpeterson.com as well. Starting Monday, when you play at BetRegal.net for free, you'll build your bankroll, and the winner will go to the Grey Cup. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It absolutely is. Happy Halloween, everybody. I know it's a little early. <laughs> Look at this guy. I know that means nothing to our podcast listeners or listen live people. But how about that? Uh, how about me? How about this? Ooh. Creepy. Listen, it is very creepy. It's our Halloween episode. I've never done this before. I don't have the best uh, Halloween costume here. This guy does. This is literally spooky. Creepy. How much you look like Ted Lasso. <laughs> Man, you get it all the time. <laughs> I know. Oh, they... Wow. Give us a thumbs up, Darren, please. Yeah, there you... look at this guy. Can we get a screenshot of that? <laughs> so for the Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso fans, there you go. You're welcome. Darren's been teasing this for weeks. You know, it's and funny. We are. I was saying, I really, really, really badly wanted to dress up as a Rip Wheeler because I got the brand. Yeah. But then the Ted Lasso stuff took off with the show, and uh, I kind of had to. My God, you're not even. <clears throat> My mind's jumping all over the place today, and it is our Halloween episode. I don't know how long we got to do this because we're going to get into some serious topics here in the warm up for Recode Electric. As a matter of fact, I'm ready to rip this thing off right now. But. We've got Halloween treats in here. This is not something that I would advise wearing while driving, Mm. nor riding a bike, or really doing anything, especially hosting a talk show. But I went down to that Halloween store. It was exactly where you said it would be. It was it? Yeah. And I perused the uh, walls of masks, and this is the one that had the biggest wide open mouth space that you Mm. can at least hear what I'm saying. Can you hear it all? Sounds great. Yeah. It sounds awesome. I know what I'm doing. But you know what? I'm over it. (laughs) Happy Halloween, and we're back. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. Yeah, I can't remember what I was going to say. Oh, Perry Shockey texted me last night. You guys all remember Shockey Hockey? Perry Shockey, Perry S. Hockey, former coach of the Lethbridge Hurricanes, Spokane Chiefs, Regina Pats, and Moose Jaw Warriors. Texted me last night. He's got a son down in, was it Kalispell, Montana? Somewhere around there. Whitefish, I think. Photos of all the Yellowstone gang. And Shocks was there. Wow. And his son, Jonathan. Rip, Casey, all those guys. And I said, you got to invite me the next time that you go down there. No kidding. That's so, awesome. Well, and that and then Bernie Nichols with the Yellowstone hat on. There's connections all over the place. Exactly. Okay, so that's what we're doing on a Flame Tech Football Friday. It's Halloween. And uh, if you have any photos of yourself and your Halloween outfits and you're ready to go, send them to us. What the hell? Tweet them at us. Facebook to us, whatever. Uh, Coming up on the program today, we have Troy Westwood, the Hall of Fame Winnipeg Blue Bombers kicker, and A.J. Jakubik, the voice of the Ottawa Red Blacks and the pre- and post-host for the Ottawa Senators. And he's also the voice of the Ottawa 67's Junior A hockey team. So he's Mr. Ottawa. A.J. will join us. And speaking of junior hockey, I am just tickled and pleased as punched about my evening tonight, and that is I'm going to watch the Moose Jaw Warriors against the Medicine Hat Tigers. Mm-hmm. I'm meeting Kevin Glenn for supper at 5 over in the Jaw. Tomorrow night, we got the Pats and the Broncos. You and I, no, just me calling it, not you. I know. And uh, so, listen, it's a big old fun weekend lining up. I'll but be sitting beside you looking like this. 
Are you coming to the game? Yeah, well, why not? I got nothing else to do. Yeah, you screwed yourself up here. I screwed myself. You thought you double booked yourself, and you no booked yourself. I, so. I literally told one person, no, I'm busy, and then I thought I had the other, and I didn't, and now I'm out. It happens. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, we'll get to your comments in a moment, but let's hit the quick six show horn, please. And I didn't want to be wearing a goofy Halloween mask to read this story. This email... I woke up to in my inbox from the Florida Panthers of the National Hockey League. The Florida Panthers have announced that head coach Joel Quenville has resigned from his role with the club. An interim head coach announcement will be forthcoming following a meeting, including Commissioner Gary Bettman, Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly, General Manager Bill Zito, and President and CEO Matthew Caldwell. Joel Quenville tendered his resignation. Statement from the president of the Panthers, Matt Caldwell. After the release of the Jenner and Block investigative report on Tuesday afternoon, we've continued to diligently review the information within that report. In addition to new information that has recently become available, it should go without saying that the conduct described in that report is troubling and inexcusable. It stands in direct contrast to our values as an organization and what the Florida Panthers stand for. No one should ever have to endure what Kyle Beach experienced during and long after his time in Chicago. Quite simply, he was failed. We praise his bravery and courage in coming forward. Following a meeting with Commissioner Gary Bettman, which was part of the league's process to decide how to move forward, Joel made the decision to resign, and the Florida Panthers accepted that resignation. So I had two phone calls yesterday from Hockey Insiders saying, not all of the truth has come out yet, Rod. You you probably just want to take a knee on this, and uh, I'm more than happy to do that. It's an incredibly ugly situation clearly that we are nowhere near the end of either by the way so I don't want to I don't even know Joel Quenville I think this is a tough situation uh you think Kevin Sheveldayoff's knees might be knocking a little today huh as he gets ready to go meet with Gary Bettman come on it's like leading the Cavs to slaughter isn't it yeah kind of it feels that way it does I mean it's it's crazy but it what. We kind of knew something was going to come out of the meeting. We didn't exactly know which way the NHL was leaning. Oh, hang on. We got breaking news here. Robin Wildy and the Gateway of the North writes in and says, breaking news, no discipline for Kevin Sheveldayoff as per TSN. So, okay, sorry to interrupt, but no. that's important to point that out. Well, to. it's important to, like, and I said this yesterday, it's important to figure out and get this right and do the work because you said yesterday or the day before that, you know, why rush it now? Let's make sure we get it right. So Gary Bedman met, meets with Q yesterday to try and get this right. And the easy thing to do is just to light the house on fire and anybody in the organization is done. That's the easy thing to do because we don't want to actually dig through the dirt to figure out yeah. where the actual problems are. And we know that, you know, John McDonough, I really believe that HR department's a problem. Um, and we, you know, we Stan Bowman and now Quenville, Right. Is it over there? If the NHL deems that those were the big issues, then I'm happy with it. Q's ultimately responsible. The coach is ultimately responsible for the players in that locker room, right? That's his locker room, his guys, to make sure that's going on. That's his coaching staff. So to not follow up, and he ultimately feels some responsibility, and uh, here we are today. Yeah, and I know people want us to move on and not belabor this, but uh, as they say, the black aces aren't even part of their locker room, uh, not even part of the team, and a lot of people know that, a lot of people don't, but I don't feel like that, because that's the thing, my phone's been going off, people are like, why didn't Kyle Beach get up and punch him in the face? 
yeah, you just don't understand. You don't know how this goes, so let's move on. That's the big news. Point two, Thursday night in the National Hockey League, Freddie Anderson made 33 saves for his first shutout with Carolina, giving the Hurricanes their best six-game start in franchise history with a 3 nothing win over the Boston Bruins on Thursday night. Why is it that we knew that the Florida Panthers were off to their best start in franchise history, but I'm just now learning that the Carolina Hurricanes are off to their best start, too? I think it's because it's Carolina. It's gone a little bit under the radar. Yeah. And I know we didn't put them in our poll as who's the best team in the National Hockey League, but they should have. Buffalo winning is kind of the uh, the funny, not well, funny, but like the novelty because they played really well. They're and they winning too. Continue to play well, but Carolina's unbeaten. Rasmus Asplund scored his second goal with 43.9 seconds left in overtime, capping Buffalo's wild evening in which it blew a three-goal lead before rallying to beat Anaheim 4-3. Ducks captain Ryan Getzlaff notched an assist for his 987th career point, moving him one behind Timu Salani for the Ducks all-time record. Pierre-Luc Dubois scored twice, and Kyle Connor had three helpers as Winnipeg used a third-period charge to defeat Los Angeles 3-2. Andrew Kopp had a power play goal for the Jets, who have won four in a row. Eric Comrie allowed two goals on 32 shots in his season debut. Hey, Darren, I was going to do this tweet where they do lowercase, uppercase, lowercase, uppercase, lowercase, uppercase. Yeah. I'm worried about the Jets' backup goaltending. <laughs> Eric Comrie makes 32 stops, and the Jets win. That's good. Jake Allen made 45 saves. Mike Hoffman scored for the third straight game, and the Montreal Canadiens beat San Jose 4-0. It's their first win there in nearly 22 years. JT Comfer scored two goals to help lead Colorado over St. Louis 4-3, handing the Blues their first loss of the year. Sean Couturier scored and added a helper as Philadelphia used a quick start to defeat Vancouver 2-1 at Rogers Place. Canucks are junk. You heard it here first. Carlisle, Saskatchewan's Hayden Fleury had the first two-goal game of his career, and Brandon Tanev added his sixth of the season into an empty net as the Seattle Kraken beat Minnesota 4-1 at Climate Pledge Arena. I mean, it's one thing for the Kraken to destroy Montreal. Everybody does. But they just pulled down Minnesota's pants and gave him a spanking. Mm-hmm. Jake, when do we start paying attention to the Kraken? Probably not for a while. Yeah, I couldn't even say it with a straight face. Not yet. <laughs> we got Ted Lasso with us here if he just tuned in. Any words of advice, Ted? Keep working. <laughs> Believe. If you're the Kraken. <laughs> I love it. Jacob, look at this guy. Look at this guy. Jacob Markstrom stopped 45 shots for his second shutout in his last three starts as the Calgary Flames beat Pittsburgh 4-0. I watched that one. They look good. The Flames are doing everything right. Mm-hmm. Johnny Gaudreau scored his first goal in the opening period, and Blake Coleman, Dylan Dubé, and Milan Lucic scored in the third as the Flames swept a five-game road trip. And Alex Killorn scored twice in the first period, and Tampa Bay earned their first home victory of the season by beating Arizona 4-1, and pretty soon you're going to hear that the Coyotes are off to their worst start in franchise history. Going into this week, they had matched the worst start in franchise history. It's awful there. Uh, point three. Thursday night football, everybody's talking about it. The game did not disappoint. This was like America's game of the week come early on Thursday night. Green Bay at Arizona kind of looked like Christmas, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Green and red. Oh, I know. In State Farm Stadium. Uh, the Green Bay Packers have knocked off the NFL's last unbeaten team. The Packers came away with a 24-21 win over the Cardinals when Connor Murray threw a pick on second and goal with 12 seconds remaining. They could have kicked the field goal to tie it, but... No, Cliff Kingsbury wanted to go for the win, and it didn't work. The kick 
came shortly after the Packers were stopped on downs near the Arizona goal line. We're not going to um, debate the coaching decision there by Cliff Kingsbury because now you got to go for it, right? You got to go for the win. You got it. Well, in that situation at the end, you have time to go for the win and then kick the field goal. And I've had text messages saying, why do you throw the ball from the one-yard line? Because if you run the ball and don't get in, time expires, and the clock keeps running. They didn't have any timeouts left. So you throw the ball in a position where he's either going to catch it and win the game, or it's going to get knocked down Mm -hmm. and stop the clock, and then you kick the field goal, or you get one more play to decide what you're going to do. But A.J. Green just stopped moving. And, I mean, how do you not look for the damn ball? Um, That's unfortunate, but... uh, Heck of a defensive play. You're saying, why did he not turn? Why did he not break and turn around and look at his? Yeah, play? I mean, he thought the play was going to go somewhere else because he was tied up with the defensive back. I get that, but you don't give up on a play, not a game-winning play. No, I'm and just, he's a veteran. Yeah, I'm just tweeting the links to watch the show, Darren. By the way, yeah, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> Your defense just made a sorry. While you do you're that, good, the defense good. just made a great stop at the other end to give you a chance. Kyler Murray basically sacrificed his knee to give you the chance. And then you don't finish the play and you let the defensive back make a really athletic play to win the seal the game. I mean, I don't know where this puts Green Bay. I mean, they did this without three receivers, including maybe the best receiver in football. Devontae Adams did it without Mm -hmm. some other key guys. I mean, no J.J. Watt for Arizona, but that was a statement for, for Green Bay. Um, pausing to sprinkle in some of our viewer comments and we're getting to the good stuff because it is a Flame Tech Football Friday. You've been waiting all week for the CFL chatter. We'll spend far more time on it coming back in the second block. But as I welcome some of the viewers here uh, from the Puck and Pigskin podcast regarding the Flames, and I said they're doing everything right. The Puck and Pigskin podcast and YYC says the Flames are doing everything right except defending their net. 45 shots against. Yikes. Come on, don't, don't be that guy. Team just, this is their longest winning streak since I think ever. Brandon Parker said yesterday, we're giving up too many shots. Best start since 01. You're 02. paying your goalie $6 million a year. He stopped every one of them. Can you just, 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 just be happy for once? I was driving through the coffee, uh, the drive-through this morning, the coffee shop, and I'm like, there's so much bloody hate out there. I'm not saying you with the flame. You're a Flames fan. I get, I'm just like, can you just spend a day being happy instead of looking for something? Could we all make a pact to do that for a day? How about that? I think there would be a major shift in everybody's mood if we just for one day we were grateful for something and didn't look for something to bitch about. I agree. I, I agree. <laughs> Jeff in Winnipeg writes in, Jeff Cabellas, Ted Lasso sitting in for dupes. Oh, wait. Like the guy gets it every single day. Okay? I'm around him every single day. That's coming up every now. Now this. So I just decide I just embrace it. Dump it for a day. and You're going to shave that cheese off, aren't you? I no, know. I don't know. <laughs> what I'm just it? wondering if you're going to walk around like what is this. The, what does the bracelet say? One day at a time. One day at a time, right? Yeah. I was watching the highlights this morning on SportsCenter. I can't remember the game. Was there a fight in the Philly-Vancouver game last night, or was it the Calgary-Pittsburgh? Everything is running together. The last 24 hours have been a blur. But anyways, the guys both had mustaches. I'm like, what year is it? I know. 1978? 
Like, I'm not against it. I'm not anti-mustache. But it's just interesting. From my cousin Christina Medicine Hat regarding the last play of Thursday Night Football, she says, I'd go for the tie. Well, Christine, that's why you're sitting there, and that's why I'm sitting here. Talking about the guys that are doing it down there. Kelly Bale writes in and says, I'm with you on the happiness. I'm grumpy 24-7 for little reason. Yeah, just find something to be happy about. Just for just today. Because you know what? You can do anything for one day. Anything. You can stay sober. You can be happy. You can be positive. Just for one day. Let's try that and see how it works. It's what I've learned from you. Yes. And this band you do it for one day, and then guess what? You stack them You want to do it for a second day, and then another day, and then another day. And I call it the 100% rule, and I've heard of that before. And it's you got to be 100% in. You can't be 50% in. New. And when you're 100% in, then you don't want to fail because you got a streak going. And then it builds and builds and builds, and all of a sudden. That's a fact, Jack. You're where you want to be. The warm-up's brought to you by E-Code Electric. Our annual fall promotion sale is on now with special pricing on hundreds of in-stock items. E-Code Electric, let's get to work. I read the CFL game notes this morning for the Week 13 games. I'm all ready to go. So we'll tackle that when we come back. Plus, Week 8 of the National Football League. It's the RP Show. You're watching on Game Plus Television, YouTube, and Facebook live streaming and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. 